Pafaday from Guam and Harvest Ministries, and welcome to episode 37 of the Take Note podcast. My name is Chris Harper. Every afternoon on Harvest Family Radio Guam, we bring you Take Note, the radio program. On that program, we discuss a theme or topic from the Word of God live between songs. This podcast version features the scripture passage and outline from one of our favorite programs from the previous week, minus the music. You don't have to be a regular radio listener to find this podcast helpful. These are standalone episodes around 10 minutes in length, and we know they'll be an encouragement to anyone trying to learn more from scripture. Today, we want to take note of Deuteronomy 15, 16, and 24. There's a phrase that's repeated multiple times in these passages and throughout Deuteronomy. It's a phrase that makes sense to anyone who understands the history of Israel, but it's also a phrase that will resonate with the believer in Christ. It's going to resonate with anyone who's been brought forth from a life bound in sin and who has been made free by the Savior. Let's not be confused. The phrase has specific meaning for the children of Israel, but the context in which it is used provides profitable lessons for anyone and everyone. The phrase, remember that thou wast a bondman in the land of Egypt, and it's found in Deuteronomy 15.15, 16.12, and 24.22. Why is the phrase used? What is God's purpose for reminding Israel to remember? And what should we remember? Well, let's begin by getting right into our text, Deuteronomy 15, first verses 11 through 15. For the poor shall never cease out of the land. Therefore I command thee, saying, Thou shalt open thine hand wide unto thy brother, to thy poor, and to thy needy in thy land. And if thy brother, an Hebrew man, or an Hebrew woman, be sold unto thee, and serve thee six years, then in the seventh year thou shalt let him go free from thee. And when thou sendest him out free from thee, thou shalt not let him go away empty. Thou shalt furnish him liberally out of thy flock, and out of thy floor, and out of thy winepress, of that wherewith the Lord thy God hath blessed thee thou shalt give unto him. And thou shalt remember that thou wast a bondman in the land of Egypt, and the Lord thy God redeemed thee. Therefore I command thee this thing today. Well, in this chapter, Moses addresses the release of debts every seventh year and the release of servants after seven years of service. We begin the passage with a general word of encouragement to charity. Open your hand to your brother, to the poor, and to the needy. It alludes to their responsibility as countrymen. Have a certain outlook or a certain perspective regarding the need it's telling them. The Hebrew servants mentioned here could have sold themselves. They could have been sold by their parents due to extreme poverty. Or they could have been sold by the court of judgment for some crime having been committed. Whatever the case... This would have been an escape from some difficulty in life. So first, the children of Israel are told, let them go free the seventh year. 
When you do send them away, think about, consider, have a care for their situation. Don't let them go away empty-handed. Again, it is a perspective, an empathy, a compassion that's required of them. And that perspective, that empathy, that compassion should lead to action. These character traits always do, right? Well, commentator Matthew Henry says this about the servant in question. It was supposed that they had nothing of their own and that their friends had little or nothing for them, else they would have redeemed them before they were discharged by law. They had no wages for their service, and all they got by their labors was their masters, so that their liberty would do them little good, having nothing to begin in the world. Therefore, their masters are here commanded to furnish them liberally with corn and with cattle, So masters were told to set them up, to do right by them, to take of what they had, and to get them started. But then comes the command to remember. It's obvious why it comes up at this moment and in this context. Because how could a people, slaves to hard bondage in Egypt, delivered by God, not remember? They had been greatly enriched with the spoils of the Egyptians, and they had been redeemed. In fact, this word redeemed means to ransom, to release, to deliver. And remember when they were delivered? Well, observe the words of Exodus 12, 33, 35, and 36. This is about the people God is talking to. And the Egyptians were urgent upon the people that they might send them out of the land in haste. For they said, We be all dead men. And the children of Israel did according to the word of Moses, and they borrowed of the Egyptians jewels of silver, jewels of gold and raiment. And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, so that they were lent unto them such things as they required. And they spoiled the Egyptians. So not only were the people of Israel delivered, But they were also set up. They were equipped to proceed. They were to remember. They were to have compassion. They were to act justly and to do right. Well, the phrase we've been talking about today is used again in chapter 16, Deuteronomy 16, 10 through 12. And thou shalt keep the feast of weeks unto the Lord thy God, with a tribute of a freewill offering of thine hand which thou shalt give unto the Lord thy God, according as the Lord thy God hath blessed thee. And thou shalt rejoice before the Lord thy God, thou and thy son, and thy daughter, and thy manservant, and thy maidservant, and the Levite that is within thy gates, and the stranger, and the fatherless, and the widow that are among you, in the place which the Lord thy God hath chosen to place his name there. And thou shalt remember that thou wast a bondman in Egypt, and thou shalt observe to do these statutes. Well, this chapter repeats the laws concerning feasts. The Feast of Weeks required a freewill offering. The offering was to be brought cheerfully, based on the generosity of the giver. It was also based on how a person had been blessed by God. These requirements are not unlike those given to us today. But they were to do more than just give. They and their families and all associated with them and their neighbors 
were to rejoice. So we should see a thankfulness that's reflected in their gifts, but we should also see a heart of joy. Well, how can this be? How can they, how should they take action in this way? Again, it's because of their remembrance. They were bondmen in Egypt, and yet they've been delivered. Now on to chapter 24, same phrase is used. Deuteronomy 24, 14 through 18. Thou shalt not oppress an hired servant that is poor and needy, whether he be of thy brethren or of thy strangers that are in thy land within thy gates. At his day thou shalt give him his hire. Neither shall the sun go down upon it, for he is poor and setteth his heart upon it, lest he cry against thee unto the Lord, and it be sin unto thee. The fathers shall not be put to death for the children, neither shall the children be put to death for the fathers. Every man shall be put to death for his own sin. Thou shalt not pervert the judgment of the stranger, nor of the fatherless, nor take a widow's raiment to pledge. But thou shalt remember that thou wast a bondman in Egypt, and the Lord thy God redeemed thee thence. Therefore I command thee to do this thing. In this section, we find prohibition. Certain perspectives and actions are forbidden regarding both brethren and strangers. And this is true for both masters and judges. Oppression is not to take place. Injustice is forbidden. Masters must be faithful and punctual in paying wages. They have to understand that those in their employ are anxious to have those wages. They need them for they live from one payment to the next. So if a master is negligent, it may be that a servant would cry unto the Lord, and it would indeed be considered a sin for that master. Furthermore, judges and magistrates must do right. Every person was to be responsible for their own actions. The course of justice was not to be perverted in any way. All people, no matter their origin or their station in life, were to be treated equitably, because all were to remember that they were delivered from bondage. How much injustice had the children of Israel suffered? How much wrong had been done to them in a foreign land? Well, we know of some of the wrong that was done. We know what was said about it before Moses' birth, and also what was said about the wrong done to them that God saw when he brought Moses back to the land to lead his people out. And so the people were to remember. Deuteronomy 24, 19 through 22. When thou cuttest down thine harvest in thy field, and hast forgot a sheaf in the field, thou shalt not go again to fetch it. It shall be for the stranger, for the fatherless, and for the widow, that the Lord thy God may bless thee in all the work of thine hands. When thou beatest thine olive tree, thou shalt not go over the boughs again. It shall be for the stranger, for the fatherless, and for the widow. When thou gatherest the grapes of thy vineyard, thou shalt not glean it afterward. It shall be for the stranger, for the fatherless, and for the widow. And thou shalt remember that thou wast a bondman in the land of Egypt. Therefore I command thee to do this thing. The stranger, the fatherless, and the widow are to be taken into account. 
Those with much are told to leave some behind. They're to think of others, to understand their need. Again, they're to act or to fail to act, as it were, in compassion. And they were to do it because of what they remembered. Well, I wonder what we remember of being delivered from bondage to sin. Does it cross our minds when we have the opportunity to live a life of kindness, a life of empathy, of generosity, of thankfulness, and of compassion toward others? We were once in bondage, but thanks to Christ, if we know him as Savior, we've been delivered. So we ought to remember. Well, you've been listening to the Take Note podcast, and these few minutes together are brought to you by Harvest Ministries and KHMG on Guam. Our website is khmg.org, khmg.org, and every episode, we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God. My name is Chris Harper. Thanks for listening.